0: Hi, this is Melissa from Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for joining me, everybody. I'm so happy to have you here with me on my very first podcast. Um, If you know anything about me at all, you know that I love Disney. I'm a little bit obsessed, maybe bordering on unhealthy, according to some, probably. I grew up going to Disneyland when I was very small. We lived in California, so we had an annual pass, and we got to attend quite often. And we moved away when I got a little older, but my parents still made sure to get us there every few years. We would run around like crazy because we were only there for one day, which I think was pretty common in the 90s. Disneyland didn't used to be a a stay-for-a-week kind of vacation. It was kind of more... You were there for one day, you ran around and did as much as you could, and had the best time ever. So that's how we did Disneyland when I was growing up. Of course, that was before California Adventure and Downtown Disney. After I got married, we had a big family reunion. We were going on a cruise to Mexico, and we were going to start our vacation with a trip to Disneyland. Now, I wanted to be tan on this cruise so i thought that it would be a great idea if i went to the tanning booth before our vacation now if you know me at all i don't tan i've got very fair skin i burn 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 so i'm not sure what i was thinking but i went to the tanning booth i stayed in there for 30 minutes and i came out burned to a crisp luckily i covered my face so my face didn't get burned but the rest of me was fried, especially my butt and my legs. Oh, it was terrible. So imagine this I'm burned, terribly, terribly burned, and we go to Disneyland. Well, it's August, so it's very hot, and for some reason, I'm also wearing jeans. I don't remember how I came to the conclusion that that would be a good idea at Disneyland with my sunburn, but. That's what happened. So I'm at Disneyland all day with a terrible sunburn wearing jeans in the heat and I was so miserable. I was taking Advil every chance I got and that helped but I just remember climbing in and out of those rides was miserable. We went on our cruise after our day at Disneyland. We had a wonderful time except for the fact that I was sunburned, I started peeling. So imagine me sunburned and peeling for a week in Mexico. I learned a very valuable lesson, though. I stopped tanning from that day on, and now I use sunscreen excessively and try to cover up as much as possible anytime I'm around the sun. After that trip, we didn't go back to Disneyland until we had kids, so our next visit was in 2002. Seven, I believe. Yes, 2007. We had two little boys at the time who were three and 18 months old. We got invited to go to Disneyland with my husband's side of the family. We were super excited, never been there with our kids before, and lucky for me, my sister-in-law is a Disneyland guru, and she knew everything about Disneyland. So I was surprised to find out that we would be going for five days because in all my time, going to Disneyland, we had been a one-day-at-Disneyland family. So I was surprised by this, but I was excited. She assured me that there would be plenty to do, that we would be busy, and that we would have lots of fun. So we got to Disneyland, and we had the best trip ever. My sister-in-law knew where to go, when to be there, what to do, And I just got to follow her around the whole trip, which was amazing. I'd never been there before with a plan. We always just went, ran around, waited in long lines. But this trip was different. We also got to go to California Adventure, which was so fun, especially with my little boys and Cars Land. And we had a great time. So as soon as we got home, I started scheming, planning, trying to figure out how we could get our family back to Disneyland. It took us a few years. We ended up having two kids before we got back, two more kids. So by the time we were able to go back, it was 2011. And we were getting ready to go on this big vacation that we'd been saving for, planning for. And I realized that my sister-in-law was not going to be there to help hold my hand and walk us through every step of the way. I really enjoyed Having a plan when we were there, I felt like we accomplished so much more and we didn't have to stress or worry about what came next. I really wanted this trip that we were getting ready to take to be the same way. So I started going online, doing searches, and I was amazed to find out how many articles and blog posts and videos there were out there about Disneyland and planning and how to have the best vacation possible. Well this was right up my alley. I love planning and I love Disneyland. So I had the greatest time putting together our trip. We took my parents with us as a little moral support with our four small children. Our youngest was about one at the time and we went. I had my schedule. I mean I had things written down. We're going to go to this ride first and then we're going to go to this ride and we're going to see this show. We had a great time. The planning was perfect. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed myself when I was there. The kids had a great time and it was kind of the start of my Disney planning adventure, I guess you could say. So after that, we got to Disneyland quite often. I would con my husband into going every chance we could and I always made a detailed plan to help us with our trip. So it got to the point where I started getting lots of questions from friends and family who were going on Disneyland trips. They wanted to know what advice I had for them, how I could help them, and I would get anxious when they would tell me that they were just going to show up and wing it, that they didn't think they needed to do any type of planning. And I do understand that this is some people's personality, but... These also seemed to be the people who would come back from their Disney trips and tell me that they had a terrible time. They would tell me how they showed up and it was so crowded and they were there for at least 12 hours, but only got to ride on seven rides. All they did was wait in line the whole day and it was terrible and they would never go back again. Well, this broke my heart because I know that that is not the way to do Disney. If you go in with a plan, even a small plan, it can make a huge difference. I started trying to convince these friends that they just needed to do a little research, they needed to do a little planning, they needed to try again, and their trips would be great. Well, most of them didn't have the personality or the patience to do that, and so for some of them I offered to do it for them, and I started planning Disneyland trips for friends and family. This has grown and developed over the last few years, and now I have been planning Disneyland trips professionally. Not right now because of COVID and Disneyland is closed dang it but hopefully it will be back up soon i do have a blog and i have instagram and i'm on facebook and now i've got this podcast which is just another venue for me to talk about all things disney disney planning disney tips disney tricks and some interesting history and facts about disneyland So thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Next time, I'm going to be talking about the Haunted Mansion, the history of the Haunted Mansion, and the backstories of some of your very favorite characters from the ride. We're going to be talking about Madame Leota, Constance Hatchaway, the Hatbox Ghost, Master Gracie, and even the Hitchhiking Ghosts. All your favorites from the Haunted Mansion have a backstory. Did you know that? We're going to be talking about it, learning all about it, and the history of the Haunted Mansion next time. So please join me. Thanks so much for listening. I truly, truly appreciate it. You can find me on Instagram at mixinsomemagic and also on my blog at mixinsomagic.com. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Bye.